Views expressed on the following program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. This is your alternative talk station, KKNW Seattle. Welcome to Crossbusting Your Way to an Awesome Life with me, Dr. Pat Basile. We are coming to you live to bring you stories of people like you and me who are busting through to their unlimited possibilities. Right about now, you may be asking, what is crust? Crust is what keeps you stuck. It is anything you think, feel, or believe that prevents you from living life full out. It is anything you think, feel, or believe that prevents you from living life full out. Welcome to the show this morning. Yes, you're right here with us, crust-busting your way to an awesome life with me, Dr. Pat, and... Producer Benny Mathers. Wow, where has this week gone? Flying by, tons of giveaways, and we're still not done. And we have more. I know, we're still not done. Nope. Today we have with us uh, on the show, uh, after we, of course, we will continue to do our traditional angel card pulling and i also have something else to do today oh good something new it is something new and it's something i'd like to share with everyone it was passed on to me by one of our listeners and she asked if i would read this letter and i and i would love to do that um but before we do that let me just say we have with us today the amazing krishna das and for those of you that are not familiar with uh his story or the beautiful music uh that he plays you will learn about that during the show we will talk about his journey. He and I have something in common. For those of you listening, we have something in common. I'm going to share that uh, once we bring him on. But um, uh, what I want to say is uh, we're, we're thrilled to have him here today with us. Uh, we will be giving away a copy of his new CD, Door of Faith. Um, this is an individual that uh, has dedicated his life to chanting the name of God. And it's amazing. But first, before we do that, two things. Um what I would like to do is pick our angel card for today. What do you think, Benny? Hey, I'm ready? all for it. Do we have the others? From... I'm not really ready for it right now. You're because... not... Okay, well, well let's... Right. <laughs> no, no, I'm ready for the card itself. I'm just not ready on my end, like playing my little, you know, super duper. Okay. <gasps> wait, what a... wait, there it is. Yes. <laughs> what do they say it's when you kind of... Oh, we stretch. But... <laughs> we have to stretch. Yeah, yeah, but we don't say it. We, we motion oh, the Oh, you motion it. Stretching. Okay. Yeah, but yeah. since we're in radio and no one can really see us, we have the, you know, the benefit of actually either writing stretch down or doing the hand motion. I know. But no one can see that. We didn't, we didn't touch fingers today. Touching fingers. Thank uh, you. Very nice. Okay. Well, yesterday's card was adventure, and Tuesday's card was purpose, and Monday's card with, was peace. Mm-hmm. That was just a little uh, refresher because, you know, tomorrow, of course, we do the, the big finale. We do. That's and right. We We're give away a away. deck of cards. And if you already have the cards, we give away the book. That's right. And it is in the tradition of giving away on this show, don't you think? Absolutely. I mean, we have, uh, I think Linda was like on the computer for over an hour updating what we call our gift inventory. Oh. Yeah, you know, because it's really important that when folks come on the show and they say, okay, we're going to give this away, give that away, we want to make sure that we get them out to people uh, ASAP. Mm-hmm. And Linda has been amazing, amazing with this. And so if those of you have not received uh, that which you believe is divinely yours to receive from this show, 
then give us a call and let us know. You can call me at 206-525-9599. We have absolutely moved things along because Sue Sue says you've got to speed up the molecules and we don't want to really delay people having, you know, these special gifts, especially, for example, like if you're going to a show Friday night right? where we gave away like 12 tickets or something and you don't have the tickets. Uh Oops. No, but most of you have the tickets, and those of you that don't, we've passed your names on, especially for Mariah Marston. Yep. We've passed the names on. For this and Friday. So, yes, we have. All right. The The card is synthesis. Ooh. Oh, this is a good one for today. This is really, a, you know, this is really important to me for today. Where is it? I was up at 4.30 this morning. You were up at 4.30? I was. You were up when I was up. I was up like at 4.30. Why are we up so early? You know what? I don't want to say it, but you it need is to true. Have synthesis. Nope. Since no. yesterday's oh. show, the Tibetan has been talking to me. Oh, really? Yes. Where and I talked to Mariah it? about that. Yeah. He has been saying many, many things, and I and I'll, I'll, I'll share them as we go along. Um, but there are so many things that uh, he's been talking to me about, uh, and it's really about being open to it. And uh, I I just love that. So why don't we read what this uh, synthesis means? Because sure. this is a tricky word. I, you know, it's, well, it's kind of like equanimity. Is, well, I can pull off synthesis. I just can't pull off equanimity. You get, we're getting it, though. When I first saw we're, it. We're, we've got it. I had some crust around we're it. On. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you to our listeners. That's right. I, we are, know, like, in the crust-free zone. Even a couple of my friends that listen to the show emailed me on my personal account, and they were, like, making kind of fun of me of not being able to say equanimity or saying it the right way. But it's, mm. they, it's all fun and game. Yeah. But they of course replied and and they kind of wanted some giveaways, but we had unfortunately already gave away. No, they go they go quickly because yeah. you know what we are in the speed dial. That's right. So we're s- in the speed dial. <laughs> Synthesis for today: act with the win-win attitude. See, you're up at four thirty. You wanted a win-win attitude. That's I what did. I was going to go with. I act, did. Act with the win-win attitude. Use your creativity and sensitivity to blend all the diverse parts into a unified whole. Act with a win-win attitude. Use your creativity and sensitivity to blend all the diverse parts into a unified whole. Mm-hmm. Wow. Do you do that? I always act with a win-win attitude. No, that's what I mean. Yeah. I like, like to. Big time? Yeah. Happy. I'm happy. I'm always happy. Got to act. Blending with diverse parts into a unified Well, I look at it a lot of things as a whole. Anyways, mm-hmm. everything shouldn't be separated. Okay. Yeah, that's right. That's right. No. Well, uh, you know, I want to I, I, I want to mention to folks that I've received a, a number of emails and you all have passed a letter on to me and you have asked some of you have asked me if I would please uh, bring on the show um, Steve Davis, who is uh, the president of Corbis Communication. And I received your letters, and I'm continuing to receive these letters. So I want to say that um, uh, in response to your request, what I have done is I've contacted uh, Steve Steve Davis with regarding to his letter, his address to uh, President Bush. And um, I would like to read that letter. I don't generally take letters and read them on the air. This is public domain. You can get a copy of it. It's being published. But what I did is I went back to Steve and the organization and the people there in communications, and I asked them uh, on the request of our listeners, uh, uh, may I have your permission to read this letter? 
And they said yes. Uh, Steve, at this time, has declined an interview, and I, I, I completely understand why. And, you know, this is about outcome. This is letting go of outcome and doing what is ours to do in terms of our heart. And so I would like to read this letter before we bring on Krishna Das, who we are going to bring on shortly. So for those of you that also wanted a copy of it, I will forward this on to you now that I do understand it is public domain and that I I just didn't get it from someone directing it to me. If you'd like a copy of this letter, you'll have to email me at live at crustbusting.com and I will forward it to you. Here's the letter. And this is a letter, and again, it's an invitation to President Bush and his family. It's uh, dated February 24th. And it's addressed, Dear Mr. President, I could, have, I could not avoid you tonight as your support for a federal constitution amendment banning same-sex marriage blared throughout the airport lounge via CNN. As I listened to your confusing messages about family and values and politics, I shared sadness with my fellow travelers about your continuing fear-driven approach to leadership. Your defense of traditional marriage rang hollow. Rather, it was a poor endorsement for discrimination, ignorance, and your conservative political base. Uncharacteristically, I decided not to be angry, offended, or cynical. Rather, I desperately wanted to understand you and your allies on this issue and take the high road in the engagement. You know, the high road? Mm -hmm. So I invite you and Laura and your daughters to spend a day with my family and explain why you are championing such a cause. Spend a day with my life partner of 24 years, who is one of the most remarkable human beings you'll ever have the privilege of meeting. A public school teacher, Bob, has spent his life inspiring students and parents alike with his commitment to a values-laden and creative approach to learning, serving as a strong, life-changing role model for countless young at-risk city kids over the years. Spend a day with our energetic and cheerful 7-year-old son, Ben. Ben will treat you to an active day full of homework, piano lessons, Lego projects. I love those, Ben. I love Legos when I was younger. I think I'm going to invite myself here. (laughs) Friends, chores, soccer, and baseball. Skip the chores. Fully steeped in the values of love, sharing, friendship, and learning, Ben is immensely proud of his two adoring and engaged parents and wonderfully enriched by a diverse and supportive neighborhood. Spend a day with our extraordinary community of friends and neighbors who reflect the America of today and the future, mixed in race, language, background, family structures, and ideas, but united in their deep commitment to our children, to creating a better future, to loving our country, and to enjoying the richness of life. Spend a day with our extended family that has supported us with unconditional love through good times and bad. Our parents, aunts, uncles, siblings, cousins, nieces, and nephews spread around the country, form the foundation of our world. Over the years, we have celebrated countless joyous holidays and celebrations together, as well as helping them in endless ways through illnesses, financial problems, divorces, and other family dramas. Spend a day with us as we engage in our community as a family and as individuals, as we are actively volunteer at Ben's school, as we have headed up the local United Way, and as we have worked tirelessly with many community organizations to improve the lives of our less fortunate neighbors. Come join us as we sing and pray in church together. Spend the day with me as CEO of a fast-growing global digital digital media company who understands the economic interests of supporting stable communities and families who must create a vibrant 21st century inclusive workforce through rigorous recruiting and non-discriminatory practices and who is forever seeking that elusive family-life-work balance. 
Spend the day with us as we explain to our son, his friends, and cousins why the world can be a fragile place where people do bad things out of ignorance and fear, where people hate people for silly reasons, where leaders abuse power for for political gain at the expense of innocent folks, and where people waste enormous emotion and energy on side issues when domestic and child abuse, poverty, racism, divorce, and inadequate health care, the issues truly threatening the American family go unattended. Mr. President, please come spend a day with us. And then, over our evening evening family meal, after we have given our nightly thanks to our loving and hate-free God, explain to the same-sex household just what family values you are defending for the future of America. Sincerely, Steve Davis, uh, uh, Corbis Corporation, uh, and uh, I believe President and CEO of that. And uh, I thank you for our listeners for sending this to me and asking me to read that. And you're certainly... uh, you certainly may call me, contact me, contact us here during uh, later on today and uh, comment on it. But I wanted to share that at the request of several people. And thank you, Steve Davis. Very well written. Great. Uh, yeah, thank you. Absolutely. Uh, and yes, I did find out it was public domain uh, information. Mm-hmm. So if those of you uh, are interested in knowing more about this, I will certainly be glad to pass that on. Just send me an email at live at crustbusting.com. How about a break? And then coming back, we are going to be speaking with the amazing Krishna Das. I'm waiting for him. Or should I say famous? Wow, I that think it's more is famous, beautiful. Well, you're listening to the music of Krishna Das, and you know our very our very special guest today. But just just so you know, I I did mention earlier that I had something in common with that he and I had something in common, and I want to say that over 30 years ago, uh, Krishna Das, uh, the ex rock and roller, went to India. Now the thing that we have in common was that I too had 15 minutes of being an ex-rock and roller and really aspired to doing that. Uh, but, of course, did not go to India. And, you know, here I am still singing along with the best of them. Hey, <laughs> but the rock stardom was not in my cards. <laughs> and I don't think it was in, in his either. Today he chants songs in which the names of God are invoked. And uh, he does this in concert halls, uh, large yoga centers, healing retreats. And he is here in Seattle. Uh, we are really blessed uh, to have Krishna Das here in Seattle with us to, this weekend for an amazing weekend. Uh, we have given out tickets for Friday uh, evening um, for the Baptist Church event. And there is also um, Saturday, March 6th. Uh, Heart of Devotion workshop with Krishna Das and boy, this is at the Samadhi Yogi Center, Yoga Center. And let's not say any more because let's bring let's bring him on. Welcome to the show. Thanks a lot. 
Wow. So, you know, it's interesting. Uh, I haven't really talked about that dream that I had when I was very young back in 1968 mm-hmm. to be a rock star. Mm-hmm. And I actually did, you know, get myself on stage and try to do that. Uh-huh. That didn't work out. Yeah. Yeah. I was lucky that way, too. You were. Uh, weren't we really <laughs> lucky that way? I, I mean, if I had gotten the things I wanted then, they would have killed me. <gasps> Totally. I mean, I, you know, or I would have been talking to you. I say this, you and I would have been talking separated by a bunch of steel bars. Uh-huh. <laughs> One or the other, I think. That's still possible, I suppose. Uh, well, <laughs> mm-hmm. let's not, let's hope not, but it is still, you know, we live in the world of unlimited possibilities. Anything's yeah. possible. Well, thank you for joining me today. And, you know, one of the first questions I ask people that come on the show, because, you know, everyone has this, this incredible story. Sometimes it appears, though, here you and I are sitting here and we're, you know, we're listening to your music and, you know, we're having this amazing conversation about talking, you know, and chanting um, the names of God. And it's as if we've been doing this all our life, all our lives. But in reality, that's not the truth of us, is it? You have a story to tell, don't you? Yeah, what's left of me. Uh, sure. Yeah. A lot it, of stories. Well, the question is, how did you begin this journey? How did you go from being, you know, this, you know, inspired rock person, rock and roll person, to visiting India? What called to you? How did that happen? You know, I think it's, uh, looking back, I always had a longing for something uh, that could never quite get satisfied. Mm. And... um I would try to find those things in different places in my life, but I was never successful. And gradually I came to understand that um, you have to aim more deeply in order to get the satisfaction you look for, you know. so mm. It's an inside job, isn't it? It's an inside job, yeah, mm. for sure. I don't know. I've had a difficult time during my life. I feel like, you know, the awakening part is just cracking me open these days. Mm. Uh, and it always has, it, it hasn't always been easy looking inside. You've had some help, haven't you? Lots of help. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's all help as far as I'm concerned. Don't I'm you just, think? <laughs> I just, I look in my arms, I can almost see the puppet strings, you know, mm-hmm. being pulled. You mm-hmm. know? I don't, <clears throat> I've had a lot of really good luck, you could say, or a lot of blessings on the way and, um, a lot of grace. Mm. And, um, just, I don't, you know, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for that. No question about that. You know, uh, the question that comes to mind is I've talked about my mentors and, you know, I each of my guests that come on, I know that there have been people along the way. How did you come to go to India 35 years or 30 plus years ago? How did that happen for you? Well, I always wanted to go to India. I mean, not always, but from high school on when I started reading about that stuff. And then, of course, I met Ram Dass after he came back the first time. Mm-hmm. And he had met our guru, Neem Karoli Bhatta. And mm-hmm. when I met Ram Dass, something really just, uh, I just knew. All of a sudden, I knew that whatever it was that I was looking for, and I didn't have a name for it. I didn't know what it was, where it was. But when I met him... I felt immediately that whatever it was I was looking for was real, mm. and it existed, mm. and that it could be found. You know, I didn't know if I would find it, but at least I knew it was in the world. It was possible. 
that made a big change in my life. And then I got closer to him over the couple of years, and then uh, I went to India to be with the guru. And uh, I met, you know, I met Maharaji, and I spent almost three years there with him. Mm. You know what I'm so amazed? I've read your story over and over again, and and I don't know if our listeners are totally familiar with it. But what I'm amazed at is, and and perhaps not amazed, is the fact that that you know you heard that this, you felt this knowing, you knew, yeah, you knew at a deep level, and the thing that that I know for myself has been difficult at different points in my life is to trust that knowing, to trust that inner voice, and then to really take the steps in action to follow that. What was that like for you then to hear, to know without a doubt? And really not know what the next steps were or were for you to take. You know, I'm always amazed when people tell me, like, even say what you just said, you Mm -hmm. know, when people um, talk about making decisions and having the strength to follow Mm -hmm. their inner conviction or their inner Mm -hmm. intuition. For me, I was such a basket case that I I didn't really have a choice. For me, it was survival. I, I had, you know, if I didn't find... Whatever this thing was, I was going to be history really soon, and I knew that. And mm. I mean, I didn't know that. I just knew that I needed this more than anything else, and I I had no choice. Mm. I mean, I'd love to take some credit, you know, but I can't. I had absolutely no choice. I had to go. Mm-hmm. And at every juncture, when I might have gone in a different direction, <laughs> I couldn't. Mm. I mean, even if I wanted to, I was faced with a situation that I couldn't, like when I was going to, like or way early on, you're talking about rock and roll. So mm. when I was going to, this band that I'd been playing with had, and quit because I was too crazy, you know. Anyway, they asked me to come back. They had a, all the tracks cut, and uh, they wanted me to just do the vocals. The pro- problem was that I had just promised Ramdas I was going to be up at his place the next day. And... There was no way I could go back on that. He was expecting me. And, of course, I wanted that, but I also wanted this other thing. But because of the way it happened, I didn't really have a choice. Mm-hmm. I had just, I had moved out of my house, you know, with all my stuff was in my car. And I had gone back to the college I had been at with my two dogs and my cat and all my worldlies in my car in the parking lot. And I was leaving after the concert to drive up, drive up north. So I didn't have a choice. You had to go with the flow. I had to go with the flow. You I had, had no to go with the flow. To mess up, you know. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I totally. Because <laughs> if I had the opportunity, for sure, I would have. I know. I, I totally relate to that, and you know, it's you, the way that you've articulated that has been really helpful for me because, I, you know, I too have have given some thought about my journey, and what you what you have said is pretty incredible. Even even when the U-Haul is packed and you're ready to go, there's that moment, isn't there? And you know you have to go. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, from there, you know, you take off and you go to India. And, you, you know, you're asked to do certain things. What was that like for you? What was you that like showing up and finding, you know, b- being in the presence of something, you know, sacred? Oh, it was amazing. Mm. I mean, I grew up in a world where nothing was sacred. Mm. And there was sacred and holy and beautiful, pure love right there. Mm-hmm. To see it, to taste it, you know, is, is uh, 
beyond words, you know. It's just something mm-hmm. that, you know, you can talk about sugar all day long, and but unless somebody's had a taste of it, they don't know what it is. Yeah. So that was the way I got my taste. Mm. He, he brought me there to see him because I wouldn't have made it, mm. <laughs> period, you know. <laughs> I do. Not everybody has to have that experience that way. You know, people get lots of experiences in their life from the inside, you know, or from something else outside it that shows them the way and gives them a taste of that thing. But until we taste it, we don't really understand the direction. And even then, you know, it's a battle with all our stuff, our constant stuff, taking us away and getting us lost in all the side trips and side shows. Mm -hmm. We forget where we're headed. Mm -hmm. Then it shows up again. It does show up. Doesn't it show up in a way that calls us for a higher order of things? Well, it usually shows up when you hit the wall at about 100 miles an hour. Oh, ouch, that's right. Yeah, you know. And yes. then you say, oh, wait a minute, that's not the way. Mm-hmm. Maybe I should back up and go, go in some other direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. I, I, I'm always, I, I just, you know, I just wish I could. It would be so nice if I could sit here and take some credit for something, you know. But I never learned a damn thing in my life. Mm-hmm. I've just lived. I've survived. Mm-hmm. I'm still here. And it's all grace. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm such a, a, a lush for grace, you know, and for that place and that presence and that sweetness and love that I, I'll, I'll do anything for that, you know, mm-hmm. which is what I'm doing. Well, it is what you're doing. And I think what you just said is really important. And the, the key in what you said for me is, you know, and I, I would have to say that I'd remove the word just because there's so many, there's so many folks out there that hear what you're saying and the message to me is you got to show up. Yeah. And that's what you've done each step in the way. And yet it's sometimes, you know, it's really difficult to do that. Oh, it's, I mean, very difficult. Yeah. When he sent me back to America, that was, you know, ridiculous. I wanted to hear about that because, yeah. you know, get going over you there. have a week? Yeah, I, <laughs> I actually do. Let me follow you. <laughs> I can follow you on tour. We can do a remote broadcast. All right, all right. We'll do a road show. You know, going over, I'm sitting here listening, and I'm, I'm hearing myself ask these questions, and I'm kind of answering them, saying, going over, <laughs> you know, I'm right there with you. Yeah. But what was it like to come back? You know, it was like, uh, it was like I was on a train, and uh, the train stopped at the station, and I looked out the window, and there was Maharaji. And oh. I went running out to him, and the train just took off without me. Mm. And then at some point, he says, all right, get back on the train. Mm. So I got back on the train. And my life was, it actually began to develop in many ways the same way that it would have Mm. if I hadn't have seen him. But, of course, I had. So there was another vector there. There was another another, uh, force working inside. I had seen and been given such a blessing you know mm. but even though i lost complete you know for after he died he sent me back to america and then he died left the body yeah uh for 11 years i was basically out of my mind mm. 11 years mm-hmm. completely um lost mm. i figured i had blown it i had lost the only chance that i had and it wasn't a, a game I, I mean i really believed that and i lived that way and I acted as if that was true, because for me it, it felt really it felt true. Mm-hmm. A life of despair. Total despair. 
Yeah, that's what you were left, to have a life of despair, yeah. which we know actually, you know, now, this is retrospect, but we know that's not the truth. Uh, however, it is a story, and it's a story that many people tell, and they tell the story in the way that you tell it, uh, especially our listener group. And also, there's a side of the story which talks about where you are now. What I'd like to do is take a short break and open up the lines for our listeners to call in with questions. Uh, and also, uh, you can email me. I already have several emails from, from our listeners that listen all over the all over the globe uh, to the, at the show. Um, so uh, you can email me at live at crustbusting.com or Benny, the call-in numbers today. The local number is 425-373-5527. And of course, there's a local toll-free number west of the Cascades at one 298 Five five six nine, and we will be gifting uh, uh, our first caller uh, with a, a CD. Yeah, uh, there the, you go. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's we've been you've been playing that, Benny, mm-hmm. right? I have actually. Uh huh. Yep, right here. Okay. And, take a look at it? Well, you know, you've been playing them in order, right? <laughs> uh, no, I've actually now? been jumping around. Jumping so, around? Okay. I don't know. Is there any particular tracks that are no, good? I, I think I it's mean, all think good. All good. It's I mean. all good. <laughs> uh, you're listening to Dora Faith. That's the CV, CD that we'll be giving away. Uh, we have with us today Krishna Das and this amazing story and just absolutely beautiful, inspiring, healing music. So stay tuned. Again, the number to call in. 425-373-5527. Or one eight 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 two nine eight fifty five sixty nine. Call in, uh, speak with us, and uh, we will gift you with this amazing CD. We'll be right back. Shri Guru Charan Sarojaraja Nijamano Kurusudhari. Barano Ragubar Emma Jasu Jodaya Gora Gora Tari Pyahar Sarve Pyahar Sarve Sarve Beautiful. Such a powerful voice. It's powerful. It's just it's 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 kind of husky mm. and it's it's not dark. It's, actually, it's inviting. It's not really me. It's actually Bruce Springsteen. Oh. Yes, it is. <laughs> wow, he's good. Yes, I just asked him to, to cover for me because yeah. I And I, you know, thank you for clearing that up for me because I was wondering what happened to Bruce. <laughs> no, he's uh, he's the Bodhisattva of New Jersey. He's doing good. Taking yes, care of and I have seen him in New Jersey, being yeah. the Jersey girl that I am. Uh, that was Dora Faith, and uh, we're speaking today with Krishna Das, and we uh, have a caller yep. and an email. Let's take the caller. Sounds good. We have Bob. Are you there? Hi, Bob. Yes. Hi there. Hi. Hey, Hi. Do you have a, a what? What would you like to say to us, Bob? I see. Are you driving, Bob? Yes, I am. <laughs> uh oh. I'm going in and out of the sunshine and the rain. Hmm. You have a. Uh, well, the first thing I wanted to say, I'm very excited about the information that's on today because I'm having a lot of the same uh, overall uh, going through despairs and not understanding and, uh, you know, wondering what's going to happen next. And uh, so I, I'm very appreciative uh, that uh, you are on today, mm. and I'm very interested in everything you've got to say. And uh, mm-hmm. 
and uh, any any information you can give uh, that's going to lead uh, lead me on my journey. Well, I would suggest you just like me, you just learn to enjoy moping around. You know, because we spend oh, a lot of time. I'm sorry, moping I can around. barely hear you. Oh, let me turn you up a little bit there. Go ahead. Oh, I can hear you better now. Thank okay. you. Okay. Okay. I was going to say, be like me and just learn to enjoy moping around. Yeah. You know? That's pretty much what I've been doing. Because inside of that, you're there, you know? and uh, The answers huh? are already there inside you. Well, it's, what, what, what can I be doing uh, more of to uh, get closer to my answers? Actually, it's what you should be doing less of, which is thinking about yourself all the time. That's you know, all we do all day long is obsess about ourselves and judge ourselves and, uh-huh. and and gauge ourselves and how am I now, how am I now. You know, it's really helpful to go out and do some work in a soup kitchen or, you know, do something to help people that doesn't involve you thinking about yourself all the time, you know. It's really, it's just yeah. a habit. It's just a habit. It isn't necessary. It's a habit. Okay. You don't need the answers. You just need not to... Be lost in the questions all the time. Okay, well that that could very well be what I'm doing, being lost in my questions. <laughs> is there like some, the rest of us? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Is there something, Bob, that you that uh, comes to you that you can do in in service? Uh, well, the soup kitchen thing that he mentioned is something that uh, that has interested me. I really don't know how to contact anybody, uh, where to where to find out what I could do in those regards. Well, we can help you with that. Okay. I, yeah. Well, before you hang up, Linda will collect some information from you. And make sure you give her your phone number because I can help you with that. I've done the soup kitchen thing here in the Seattle area. Okay. I I, uh, I could point you in a number of different directions. That would be wonderful, yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's... Uh, because I think that's so, you know, what you're talking about, Krishna, uh, Krishna Das is talking about, here you are, and you're wondering what's going on, and uh, you're in these 11 years, aren't you? And we've called them 11 years of despair. And when I moved out to Seattle, I was kind of like Bob. But I happened to be close to a place where I could volunteer to make food to help feed people. Okay. That's great. Yeah. What did you do, uh, Krishna? What did you do? Those after those eleven years, how did you come out of this? Well, it's a long story, but I went back to India for a while, and I had, you know, Maharaji actually came Hello? back to me. You know, he he actually did it. He came back and opened me up again when mm-hmm. I was completely locked up. Wow. I'm, I'm I'm going to hang up and turn my radio up so I can hear you better. Okay, Bob. I appreciate, I, I appreciate easy, everything, and you're doing wonderful work, and I thank you. Thank Thanks you. Thanks a lot, Bob. Bye-bye. Bye. Yeah, so let's let's talk about that. After 11 years, uh, how did you how did you get snap? How did you take yourself out of this? I didn't. Mm-hmm. I was really ready to kill myself. Mm. Um, I was in pretty bad shape, and. Um, <clears throat> I was living in the, went back, I was staying in the temple where I used to live with Maharaji when he was in the body. And I walked into a room and he was there. Mm. And I, I didn't see him with my eyes, but I felt him for the first time in all those years. And I just fell down like a, like a tree hit by lightning, you know? Mm. And at, at that instant, a bunch of things went through my mind. In, in the blink of an eye, you know, I saw every second of my life 
from the moment I heard that he had died until that moment. Mm. And I saw clearly why I had done the things that I had done. And and I saw that <clears throat> he had been with me every second. But it was me, that I, myself, that wasn't letting myself feel anything because I was angry and stubborn and shameful and guilty and all that stuff. And I wouldn't let myself feel. Mm. He just reached in and gave me heart to heart, you know. What did he say? He didn't say anything. It mm -hmm. was just feeling. It was mm -hmm. presence again. Mm -hmm. I entered back into his presence, into that presence. Mm -hmm. And uh, that was the beginning of uh, learning how to live again and realizing that it, I hadn't blown it. Mm. And it was possible for me to be happy. Did you know in that moment what was yours to do? Um, I was just happy to be breathing, you know? Yes, I do know. <laughs> I do know. You know, I I, I want to ask you a question from uh, someone who sent, one of our, our listeners who just sent an email. Uh, and he, uh, both of us would like to thank you for your music. Your music is beautiful. It's really a gift. And um, let me read this email to you. Thank, uh, thank KD for his music. I use the chance to open to my inner self and lift myself out of whatever might be holding me into a limiting pattern. I must say it works every time. Also, would you ask him to tell his personal story about the chanting? It is clear that he is singing for himself, not performing for the audience. Also, does he have a favorite of all the chants he sings? Uh-huh. An easy question. <laughs> I know. <laughs> or is it? <laughs> uh, I don't know if there's any favorite chant. You know, I think it's the the process of chanting itself, which is which is so good for me and obviously helps a lot of people too. It's just sitting down to do it and um, facing those places where you don't want to let go, and then you just let go and come back to the chanting over and over. For me, you see, I'm so lucky because I get to do this so often with such intensity, you know? Mm -hmm. Like when I'm home alone, you know, oh, you know, I'll sit down, I'll sing a little bit, but, you know, maybe The Sopranos is going to be on or something in 15 minutes. So I, That's right. You know, I know I can't really get into it. But when I'm with people, you know, I'm, I, it forces me to really do it, you know, because time is set aside and everybody's there to help me and, you know, it's just great. So I get... To really develop that muscle, that letting go muscle, you know, um, over and over again, you know, mm -hmm. and, and that's what loosens up the system and loosens up our fascination with our own stuff, you know. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. Do, you, do you have a favorite? You know, I keep falling in love with all the new melodies that come through, you know, over and over again. Uh, right now, I have a new melody for Hare Krishna that I'm just completely in love with so mm. I sing it all the time to myself but mm. it changes you know I'm kind of um, you know I'm a Gemini every day I'm in love with something else oh I oh I see <laughs> that's really fabulous I bet you never get bored uh well not too much no no well I have to ask you a question because you and I were talking about this during break and we were talking about chanting and I think the question is can anyone chant of course because it comes Chanting is not musical. You know, it's, it's not, not a musical. Mu we use some music to just suck people in, suck ourselves in, and, mm -hmm. and keep our mind occupied. But it isn't about the music at all. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's about the name. It's what you're chanting. And mm -hmm. it's about the process of, of letting go and getting into the moment and giving it your best shot. Mm -hmm. It's not a musical experience. 
I mean, music is involved, but it, there's no requirement that you can sing in tune or have a good time. It's not about that. It's prayer, you know? Yeah. You're not graded on, 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 on you know, how pretty your prayers are, you know? At least not with God, you know? Yeah. At least God doesn't grade you. You may grade yourself in some sort of thought that you have about that. Well, and that's just another thing to let go of in the it, moment. It is. You know? It is. Yeah. Well, you know, because we were talking about chanting and what and what that means, and you had said to me that it isn't music. So I think it's really uh, uh, powerful for me, at least. I know for Benny, uh, you know, we do so much here in terms of music, and yet at the same time, there's something very powerful of looking at this as prayer. Yeah, it is the power, isn't it? That's actually what you do, and, isn't and it? It's not a prayer to any kind of external being or mm-hmm. any kind of image or anything. This is this prayer in the sense of you know, moving into our own into our own being, you know, mm-hmm. deeper into ourselves. Mm-hmm. Is there um, is there a particular uh, chant uh, or prayer that you use? Do you do you you know? Sometimes I have a certain prayer for mm-hmm. cer- certain things in my life. Mm-hmm. How does that work for you? How do you know? What to chant? Oh, I don't. I never think about it. Yeah. I don't know anything. Mm-hmm. I just sing. I know. Whatever comes to mind, I sing. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, that's what people say that I'm doing on this show a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, I wanted to ask you a question about where you are today. And in Portland. You are in Portland <laughs> today. Actually, that's right. You are in Portland. I'm in today. Portland. Yeah. And you're going to be in Seattle this weekend. Yeah, and we're driving up tonight, today, actually. Yes. So tomorrow you're going to be at the First Baptist Church. That's right. Right. And mm-hmm. um, folks, if you want to know where that is, that's uh, 1111 Harvard Avenue, Seattle. Oh, thanks. I didn't know where it was. Yes, I just thought <laughs> Be nice to know you go north and then from there. Yeah, I go north and then I'll be there. <laughs> yeah. But remember, I said I would follow you. I, as a matter of fact, you I may can, have to lead. I, I don't can, know. What I was I'm just going to say <laughs> I don't mind doing that because I've looked at your schedule. Oh, you do. I have pulled your schedule off, I and see. boy, you are really going doing what you love in a lot of places, mm. and uh, it's really, really, really wonderful. And then also, though, I want to mention mm. that uh, you're going to be Saturday, March sixth. You're going to be conducting at 2.30 to 5.30, the Heart of Devotion Workshop. So I'm not going to work too hard, though. No, yeah. Well, it doesn't sound like work to me. It sounds like, you know, for me, something I need. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just hanging out, you know, hanging it, out in space and sharing stories and singing a little bit and talking a little bit and just kind of sharing the path. You know, isn't it true, though, of the things that all of the things that we have learned kind of prepared us for this moment? I would have never have thought that all of the hanging out that I've done and that you've done have prepared us for, you know, living our dream. Yeah. Well, I think hanging out is underrated, you know. I think it is, too. My guru, that's all he seemed to do is just hang out, you know. Mm -hmm. But he's hanging out in ultimate space, you know, in the universe. Mm -hmm. And he allowed everybody to enter into that. So we, we are just hanging out. We're just, our minds are busy. Our hearts are just hanging. Well, one of the things that I pulled off of the website, which I just love, it was, you know, the uh, intro into walking into stepping into the website. Mm -hmm. And really, it's really an invitation. I believe it's an invitation. I'd like to read it. Mm. It says, place your burden at the feet of the Lord of the universe who accomplishes everything. Remain all the time steadfast in the heart, in the transcendental absolute, 
God knows the past, present, and future. He will determine the future for you and accomplish the work. What is to be done will be done at the proper time. Don't worry. Abide in the heart and surrender your acts to the divine. In essence, that's what, that's what you were saying to Bob as well. Yeah. That's really... That's really. from uh, a saint named Ramana Maharshi. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. That and fo- and and that's the website at www.krishnadas.com. Uh, it's a fabulous website. There is lots of information on this website. There is an entire schedule of uh, where you will be. Your life is like an open book. We're not, we can follow you. It ain't that open. It ain't that open. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least we can follow you everywhere you go. Well, at least I know where I'm going. I look at my website, you know. Isn't that good? And, you know, yeah, that's right. <laughs> and I can look at your website and know where you're going, too. Um, we want to thank you so much for joining us today. Mm. Uh, and I want to just give out this information um, again. So tonight, uh, I want to invite uh, everyone to uh, just write this down. Uh, 8 p.m., evening uh, with Krishna Das, First Baptist Church, 1111 Harvard Avenue, Seattle. Uh, For information and tickets, you can call Samadhi Yoga at 206-329-4070. That's 206-329-4070. Uh, and that's tomorrow night, right? That's that one is fr- that's tomorrow. Night. What did I say tonight? Yeah, I'll be in the car. So anybody who can find me will don't go there bit. tonight. It's yeah. tomorrow night. <laughs> <laughs> I think most of us will be in the car with you today. Okay. We want to make sure you get here. Okay. And uh, that is Friday night at, at eight p.m. And then Saturday, March sixth, Seattle, two thirty to five thirty, uh, Heart of Devotion Workshop, uh, Krishna Das, and uh, we're hanging out. It's, we're just going to hang out there. We're going to hang out, do a little singing, a little talking. There you go. And that's going to be uh, at 1205 East Pike Street, number 1B, Seattle. And again, uh, if you'd like information about this, you can call 206-329-4070. I have uh, a question for you in, in closing. And, you know, I, this is kind of, you know, what comes to mind. If there were three things that you could say to our listening audience three things to leave them with, what would that be? Love yourself. Oh, I love that. Love yourself Mm -hmm. and love yourself. Love yourself, love yourself, love yourself. Um, You know, we do something on this show, and what we do is a countdown. And we leave our listeners with different words, different days, so it kind of goes like this. We count down one, we count down three, two, one. And what we, we count down one, two, three. <laughs> we count down three, two, one. And then what we do with that is we repeat three times the message. And the message is love yourself, love yourself, love yourself. Please join me in doing that if you don't mind. Benny, let's do the countdown. All right. Three, two, one. Love yourself. Love yourself. Love yourself. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you so much, and welcome to Seattle tomorrow. (laughs) Or this afternoon, today. Or this afternoon. He's driving up today. There we go. Take care now. Have a great, thank you. you. Bye-bye. Wow. Great. Excellent. I want to see him. Well, you know. Bring him in the studio if he's got a little spare time. Well, exactly. And we attempted to do that. You know, of course, he... 
I don't know if uh, folks have had a chance to visit the website, but the website is www.krishnadas.com. And if you go into that website, you will be able to, um, you know, look at the calendar. Of, well, do we call it a calendar of events? There are so many things to, to, to read in here. It's called, it's called the schedule of events. And it's only uh, the 2004 schedule is 12 pages. Wow. Yes. That's a big schedule. Yes. Uh, and it actually uh, it started in February um, over uh, in Northampton in Massachusetts, and it continues on. It was in, you know, uh, Krishna Das was in uh, Eugene, Portland, coming to Seattle. Uh, and then I want to mention this because uh, this is for Sunday, March 7th as well. Uh, KD will be up uh, Orcas Island. Uh, and that would be uh, at 4 o'clock, Orcas Island, Krishna Das, Orcas Concert. And uh, for information and tickets, you can call 360-376-3259. That's 360-376-3259. And then on to California on the 12th and 13th. And it goes on and on and on. There is so many opportunities to experience this amazing uh, individual uh, hanging out. I love that. Let's hang out with Krishna Das. What do you think? I think it would be great. Well, I'd love to. Thank you, Bob, for calling in. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if we – did we ever get Bob's information? I think uh, Linda got the information before we uh, brought him on air. So I think we did. And he will receive the Door of Faith CD. And yes, and so that is excellent. What I want to do is announce who we have on tomorrow, and tomorrow is Friday. This is the countdown for tomorrow. Uh-huh. And it's getting smaller and smaller by the minute. Well, tomorrow we have with us, um, and those of you have reminded me that yes, I did say that um, Tom Stenberg would be on last week, and and I also said that. We had to reschedule that, but he will be on tomorrow. Tom is the founder and chair of Staples, Inc. Mm-hmm. Uh, will be joining us tomorrow. Lots of questions. Uh, f- folks um, uh, out there have asked about businesses. Uh, you are trying to start your own business. And so part of what we do on this show is provide information and how to go about that. And hopefully we share stories with people on, you know, sometimes you start, you have to stop, you have to restart, you have to stop. It's all part of the journey. But it really does help, Benny, if we can get some information from those that have already carved the path. That's right. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. It's like, here's the path. You can walk through it. And here is the six foot tall grass. Six foot tall. Grass. Let's take the path and mow it down. Yeah, it's always funny when I see these in films, the cornfields, right? Mm-hmm. For this must be there must be folks that do these films that have never really been in a cornfield. There is no way in this earth, if you're walking in the middle of the cornfield, that you even know where another person is, unless you know it intuitively, yeah. as my mentor has shared with me. Who is your mentor? My mentor, uh, Sidonia Cahill. And took me on my first vision quest, uh, my first sweat lodge, my first hunger in the desert. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. Wow. Yes. Yes. That's a story in itself. That is a story in itself. I'd be I'd have to do a show on that someday. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, tomorrow, join us for Tom. Mm-hmm. We'll be here tomorrow to, to, to um, take your questions. 
And I know we already have some questions. Benny, you have a question, don't you? For tomorrow? For Tom? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to tease everybody with it. No, I guess then someone not. else will ask it, and I'll be like, oh, I took my question. And we're going to have our fair. final angel card. Yes. Mm-hmm. Should we recap? Yes, I'd love for you to recap, because it's important to do that. We never know if we're going to recap on that Friday. Sometimes we do, and sometimes, sometimes we, we, we don't. Right. Okay, Mondays was peace, okay, which everyone's got to have a little bit in their life somewhere. A little bit of peace, calmness. Tuesday, purpose. All right. Wednesday was adventure, which is a new one on the show. We haven't gone with adventure. No. We've never done it. No. But I think it speaks for itself. I'm I'm ready for it. Yeah. <laughs> and then today's, of course, was synthesis. And read synthesis again, would you? Because that, you know, I, I, I need to be reminded of what that means. Uh, let's see here. I I believe the first this part is was a quiz, Benny. Act, with a, act in a win-win situation, and we want to blend... Ah, uh, let's see. What was it? Blend. Uh, uh, I can't do it. Come I knew on, the first you can do part. It. I can't do it. I see, think that's going to be tomorrow's question. Uh, what was the what definition was... <laughs> of synthesis? No, I wouldn't. I should do that. remember that for short term. I, I don't though. think I would do that to anyone. No, <laughs> on, no, okay. no. I was right. Act with a win-win attitude. I was, You're good. Use creativity and sensitivity to blend all diverse parts into a unified whole. Wow. I got most of it. Thank I got you. about 65%, so that's maybe passing. <laughs> if you were looking on a test scale. Wow. <laughs> All right. So what we can do is we would like to uh, remind you we're here Monday through Friday, 11 to noon. Yep. And uh, you are you are listening to Quest Busting Your Way to an Awesome Life with me, Dr. Pat. Yep. And you can send emails, too. Yes. Send the, and thank you for the emails uh, regarding uh, Steve Davis. I um, hope I read that letter uh, in a way that really reflected what was written in it. I think we'll get a lot of responses on it. I know it touches many, many people, especially around the Seattle area. I know mm-hmm. it's a big, big topic that's obviously coming up. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, there's certain elected officials that are are kind of, you know, obviously they're going against traditional ways and what they're saying. But mm-hmm. th- I think they might have a little hitch in what they're saying. And they want to go against it. Well, I, I, it's possible. I, it is I mean, quite possible. It's really interesting to to really know how many uh, listeners sent me that letter. That was that's kind, was kind of interesting in itself. Mm-hmm. And I actually looked at it and I wasn't sure what it was. You know, I received so much email, and so you know, it's hard to tell what you get. That's just part of the regular distribution. And now I'm paying much more attention to my email. Right. Uh, and so I want to thank the listeners that did send that letter to me and have asked me to uh, to read it. Uh, if you have any questions about uh, that letter or would like a copy of it, give me a call at 206-525-9599. Until tomorrow, Dr. Pat. And producer Benny Mathers. See you tomorrow. <laughs>